Welcome everybody to Con Culture Podcast. We are here in 2024. They say uh, it's a saying, but I can't remember it off the top of my it's head. A now. Yeah, it's a you. You can't know where you're going unless you know where you've been. Something along those lines, paraphrasing. But yeah, so what we're going to do in order to propel ourselves into 2024 is we're going to take a look at our 2023 and see how it all went down, giving you our favorite movies, moments, shows, breakthroughs in tech, gaming. We're just going to talk about our favorite moments of 2023 and all the highlight reels that we experienced throughout the year. So I think we're going to start it off with movies would be the best category to start it off with because it's one of the hardest to choose from because 2023 had some great, great movies. So I think we'll go ladies first and then we will give all our movies. So Gigi, what was your favorite movie of 2023? Um, Hands down Barbie movie. I loved the Barbie movie. I loved the message of it. I loved the slight existential crisis I experienced <laughs> after it, but it really like, it kind of helped me come to terms with certain things in my life where like, it's so hard to the work-life balance of being a working mom and then still wanting to be a mom and then feeling like I'm just giving 100, my, 100% of myself to every single person every single day. Mm. And that, you know, on top of that, you're expected to always be happy. You're you're not expected to have any of those negative emotions. And it was kind of nice, like America Ferreira had that wonderful monologue of what it feels like to be a woman. And for me, that um, that really hit home. And I just cried like multiple times in the movie. And it made me kind of reevaluate my priorities and figure out like, where should I be expending my energy? Should I be spending as much of my my pennies that I have, you know, to every single person that I meet at the door. And then I have nothing else to spend when I get home to my family. And it, you know, made me figure out, like, I need to figure out a balance. And that's, you know, I want to be the best woman that I can be, the best person I can be. And so the Barbie movie really helped me kind of come to those terms. That's awesome. That's great. That and the music was kick-ass! Yeah, Billie Eilish was, it was a Billie Eilish who did the end credit song, right? Yeah. Yeah, and she talked about how difficult it was because she wanted it to seem emotionally driven. Get that perfect pitch. And get that perfect pitch. So it seemed almost like she was on the verge of crying, but still had strength to it. It was a beautiful it's like interview. like wispy there. and yeah. had like I pain. And... I had not seen the movie, but I love the music from it. But what about you, Brittany? I'm sure it's going to be something mainstream we've all heard of and love. <laughs> so what is it, Brittany? Um, so, yes, it's an anime. Because I always seem to pick animes. But um, it was called Suzumi. And if you're not familiar with the movie, the movie is about a 17-year-old girl who happens to help a mysterious young man find a door. She's not really sure what the door is, but eventually you figure out it's a door to the other side. And for me, that movie was an emotional reminder of past and how to handle them and it was a very touching movie and it touched me in a way that i wasn't prepared for going into it um throughout the movie you see her you know constantly in this battle of wanting to go to the other side because her mom had passed away mm -hmm. and she kept feeling like she was seeing her like she's like i remember as a kid like i saw her on the other side but eventually you figure out that that's not the case but it's a good message to you at the end on 
you know, like we can dream and we can hope for things, but be happy with who we are at the end. And it was just, it was an outstanding movie. If you've ever seen the movie Weathering With Me or Your Name, it is absolutely just as beautiful and mm. magical as those movies are. So I'm going to cry my eyes out. Probably. I'm already tearing <laughs> up. Especially, <laughs> especially you or you. <laughs> no, I'm a cry movie. I cry in every movie. What about you, Trey? What movie captured your imagination and is... By the way, he had a hard time narrowing it down to just you one have, movie. You have no idea. It probably took the majority of his thinking power just to get I, I, Like, as soon as you told me about what we were talking about, I spent a good, like, 30, 45 minutes, like, reviewing all the movies that came out this year. And, like, it blew my mind. I was like, wow, that, this was this year? That was 2023? And I had to go with this one just because it was the end of an era of one of my favorite franchises. And it was the perfect trilogy. Um, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3. Ooh, I have angry. not cried that hard in a Marvel movie in a long time. And if you guys know me, I'm an animal lover. So there was definitely scenes in that movie that just hurt and were just mm. raw pain. And you guys also know me. My friends are my family. And mm. seeing Peter go through what he does for Rocket oh. to save his friend, it's like, yeah, no brainer. I would go through the ends of the earth for y'all for the universe to save him. And I love that movie. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, it was a really, really good movie. It was a very touching movie. I cried like a baby too, Trey. You were the one. I don't know anybody that walked I, out of that movie. Uh, Just, right? Serial killer exactly. And then it was, yes. did you cry in Guardians? But did you cry? That's the best part of every Guardians movie is the same oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That one, like, and I was just happy to just be in there. Because, like, moments. all these characters having their big arc moments at the end, and it was just... Yeah. It was masterful storytelling. And I had never seen a perfect movie until this year. No, I'm lying. I've seen a perfect movie, but I've never seen or gotten the hype around this one director who directed my favorite movie. Christopher Nolan is a great director. I, I've seen his other movies. They're good movies. They're really good movies. But I hadn't gotten the hype around Christopher Nolan. This year, watching Oppenheimer, I saw a perfect film. And I mean pacing, cinematography, story, just creativity. It was masterfully told. And uh, I, I heard an analogy. It was like splitting the atom because he literally tells you the same story from two different perspectives. Oh, I didn't splitting realize that. That's really yeah, one is from Robert Downey Jr.'s perspective and the other is from Oppenheimer himself. So you're seeing two sides of the same coin play out through the movie. And oh man, they, they lead you one way and there are great twists and turns along it. Just like movies impacted you guys, one of the best things for me was it really captured, and this is going to sound arrogant as fuck, I don't care, it really captured the weight of genius and the weight of being extremely intelligent. Because the more intelligent you are, the more aware of your insignificance, the more aware of the wrongs in the world, the more visible everything that is wrong is to you and you get it at a deeper level, you feel it at a deeper level and you understand it in a way that is frightening and seeing him wrestle with that, that he was about to unlock a mystery to the universe and just tens of thousands of people were gonna pay the price with their life for his discovery and have him wrestle with the weight of that was yeah. was awesome. And it was 100% a Pandora's box story because once it was out, it's like, you can't put it back. And now that's all I'm going to be ever known for was the guy who murdered tens of thousands of people and had having to shoulder that weight 
it, it's it, legacy. It, yeah. it it's crazy. It's heavy, but it's a great movie. Um, the actors in it, phenomenal. Robert Downey Jr. I dude, I hated him with a passion. Who can hate Robert Downey Jr.? Watch Oppenheimer, you will hate that motherfucker. He is such a great actor. If if Robert Downey Jr. can make you hate him, he acted his ass off, dude. And then Killian Murphy as Oppenheimer. Well, one of the greatest performances I have ever seen in my life. Television shows, our favorite TV shows of 2023. My favorite show of the year was an anime. It was, I don't, I'm not an anime guy. I don't watch a lot of anime. I've seen maybe two or three in my entire life. And I'm not much for it, but Villain Saga season two. I love Villain Saga one, but I could not stop watching Villain Saga season it, two. It's just going to get better. Oh. They've been keeping a pace with the, the manga. And you, and you tried to warn me too. You were like, you're going to resonate with this on a personal level. I just feel like it's your <laughs> kind of show. And I saw it. I was like, okay, I don't get how. And then once the story tells itself and that scene when he's yeah. like, the arc. He's like, I, I don't arc. care if I die to himself. He doesn't care if he, but his body like defends itself. It's like, ah, uh, your body says otherwise. Mm -hmm. You say you don't care about dying, but you really do. So you feel like you're numb, but deep down inside you want to live. And then his nonviolent arc and that whole story was just masterful. The animation was great. The, the, it was gruesome as all hell. Um, the storytelling. It was very mature storytelling. And I loved the arc and I love the character development and just his willingness to his new nonviolent pledge after being such a violent individual and hurting so many people now doing a complete 180 to try to better himself despite violence just landing at his footstep over and over and over. He finally committed to just like, I'm not doing it anymore. Well, and it's the it's such a good story talking about like how if your only driving force is revenge, mm -hmm. that's not, that's not so, yes. to live with. Absolutely. Yes. yes. And, and it says that as a cautionary tale. It's like, I've drank that before. It leads to nowhere. Yeah. Don't do it. Trust me. And yeah, no, he can't convince the guy. And oh, there's so many cool story points. Buckle up, Buttercup. Yeah. Buckle Stop up. Stop sleeping on Vinland. Vinland. Uh, Stop sleeping on Vinland. Read the manga. It's literally my favorite Stop. manga. Yes. If you can read, I can't. No. That's why I watch the anime. Then do that. <laughs> what about you, Trey? What was your favorite show of 2023? Again, this was hard. There was a lot of good shows that came out, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the past few months. Mm -hmm. um, but this one, this was a season two to an already great show like Ben Zombie. Oh, yes. Um, from a character that I really wasn't a big fan of, but Loki season two Ooh. just hit me in the feels in so many ways. Like it was some of the best writing and arcs and performances yes. I've seen in a television or streaming show, series, whatever you want to call it, miniseries 100%. in a long time. And Tom Hiddleston, Jonathan Majors, Owen Wilson, like I, it was incredible. Um, like the, the very end was like, this is a character that we've seen be that we've absolutely hated from the Avengers, always to the Thor, like always doing his brother dirty. Yeah. And then no spoilers, but he, you know, he does something at the end. It's just like, holy cow, like this guy's totally different now. And he's in this whole other realm that I would never pictured this character. No. Nope. And just the maturity that he goes through and all this, it's like, it's very much like he owns his flaws. Yes. And. Steps into his destiny. Exactly. Sure. Steps into his destiny. Yeah. What I love is the creative choices Tom Hiddleston made with even some of the dialogue. Because yes. it wasn't in the script. 
he remembered lines from his old Loki performances and poured them into the final oh, episode. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good because the glorious purpose comes back. Yeah. And then the last line he says to his father when he sees him is, I get it for I, I could do it for you, father, yeah. for all of us. And the last thing he says to his friends before he does his thing is, do I'm doing it for you, get for it. all of us. Boom, and it's, it, it's, oh, chills, chills. I would really like to it's, make it through an episode without crying. Oh, man. And that it's, one almost sent me. It's a great, yeah, it's great. And if you've seen What If, then, oh, oh, yeah. oh the homage to the Loki series is in there, too. Ugh, oh, I can't. Marvel's, Marvel's cooking, and uh, there's a whole other story we're not talking about or getting involved in because we're just focusing on our shows. But Marvel's cooking now. Yeah. So, uh, Brittany, what do you got? I have something that might not be as popular or as known, but I what? you it's a shocker. absolutely worth the watch. It's yeah. called The Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. You have not yes. watched it. You are missing out. One, it's by the same creators of The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor. What? Which of awesome. Yeah, I mean, I did not know, know that. Right? I would have watched it. Two. You so awesome. Let me give you yeah, let me give you a little synopsis of what the story is about. The story is about two siblings, Usher and his sister, who created an entire dynasty, which is basically just him boinking everybody known to man. And any child that any like legitimate child that comes, he accepts you into his family and you are now an usher. Doesn't matter what woman you came from, they're all the kids or all my kids. Well then, all of his heirs to take over his big dynasty that he's built all mysteriously start dying randomly. So he's Nick Cannon. <laughs> He's fathered all these kids from several different mothers. The House of Wildin' Out. The House of Wildin' Out. So carry on. Usher built, yes, and it the fall of the House of Usher, and it yeah. is absolutely outstanding, well written, turns every episode, some shocking graphic deaths and that's one. probably the most graphic uh was like of the floor. It yeah. is nightmare no, fuel. I have sure. to there there's there's I think one particular first, scene that I just the sec- I, yeah. made my skin crawl. Second, I love that shit. The Ooh. second episode, I had to. It is the second episode. <laughs> the second episode after that, I was Buckle like, up, I episode. literally had a nightmare that second night. Back. I was like, well, I need to take a breather. I'm gonna pass yeah. on this. So one. you, if you all can make it to the end of the second episode, I promise you, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's ten out of ten. Recommend. Now, what do you have after that? Gigi, what what was your favorite show of 2023? Uh, mine's a little bit more wholesome. A little bit more. I don't but, think I don't think it could get any worse than that. Um, so I really liked Netflix's rendition of the One Piece. <laughs> like, <laughs> I admittedly I had not watched the anime. Mm-hmm. I had no desire to watch the anime. Like, I thousand episodes exactly. It was hard. It was a hard commit, and so I was like, I can't do it, and like. I, I have friends that are huge One Piece fans, like Die Hard, and they're like, you gotta watch it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not watching I'm not doing a, thousand a thousand episodes. Not like, doing I don't, a lot of time. I don't have time. I did it with that. Naruto. I'm not doing It'll it take me 25 years to get to watch it. <laughs> and, um, and then whenever Netflix announced that they were doing One Piece, I was like, okay, like maybe that's good entry point. Yeah, exactly. And, um, so I watched it in two days, which is, crazy for me i usually <laughs> takes me a hot minute to watch something um 
and I watched it in two days and I was obsessed. It was all I could think about. It was all I wanted to do. I was like, can we, can we, watch, can we watch One Piece? <laughs> What's doing? I need more One Piece. Um, and I, I thought crazy. I was really good at I am not gonna lie, it kind of made me like teeter a little bit, like dabble with, well, maybe I will. Maybe I'll watch the first hundred. See how I feel. So <laughs> I don't know what happens. I was definitely the same as you. I was like, I'm not watching this anime. It's too long. Episodes. I tried. Actually, I had attempted it before. Yeah. And the animation's so old that I just was like, I can't. I can't. Yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, you just gotta get through. You gotta get through. Like, you gotta get through the first seven episodes and then it gets good. The live action, I'm like, wow, what a great story. Yeah. It makes me want to engage in the anime because of it you was care so about well the done. Character. It yeah. was so yeah. well done in makes me want that cast. That whole cast was just incredible. I mean, oh, the cast was awesome. Cast. I love with the actor that played Luffy. You were just like, I love this kid. Oh, I God. love that the so voice cool. actor of Luffy like added him. The voice, like the guy who plays yeah. the, in the show, That's which awesome. I thought was so sweet. Like it's always good. It's like Taylor Moss. Yes, and they're not salty about it. And it's just yeah. like, look, dude. I it was so sweet, and he was like, "I'm so thankful just to be Luffy." And I'm like, he's just a sweet being. Precious. precious. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they did it justice. They are absolutely doing 2024. it. 2024. Do yeah. the same thing with Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, come on, Last Airbender. 2023 wasn't just spent in front of a screen, guys. 2023. As you were looking at a screen. Right? In 2023, we didn't just look at a screen. I don't know what you're talking about. We were in person at events. We got to go to some cons and see some stuff. So, 2023 con highlights. What was yours, Gigi? Um, I think... Okay, so Brittany, Krista, and I had the honor of going to Corpus Christi Comic Con this summer Great we, show. it was an incredible experience it was a, a whirlwind and we actually got to meet uh samwise gamgee when we were there and uh it was we had like one of the last photo ops with him time slots because we were working you know we had stuff we had to do we knew we had to get content in the morning so we were all dressed in our con culture y'all did a panel and stuff yeah we did. So we did everything was up against the clock and so we're all like you know dressed in you know professional wear con culture branded and I was like, can we can we dress up like hobbits to meet, <laughs> to meet Sam? And of course, like Brittany and Krista are like, absolutely, because the character that I went as was a character that I created years ago um, for a D&D campaign. And I created her just like organically. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, we're doing a Lord of the Rings themed campaign. I want to be the daughter of Rose Cotton and Samwise Gamgee, and I'm going to name her Primrose, but her name is going to be Prim, and she's a little spunky hobbit. Create this, I create this character, didn't really look into lore or anything. We start playing, and this character starts meaning things to me. And then I was like, you know, I should actually probably look into the hobbit actual, like, yes. And then as Little I'm sitting there, <laughs> as I'm sitting there reading that's it, that's why you chose the That's name. not why. So I'm sitting there reading. Yeah, because you were in the campaign. You yes, were in the campaign. I and I'm sense. sitting there, and you were there whenever I made yeah. the the connection. And I was like, oh, okay, let me actually look at their kids so that I can like reference brothers and sisters in it. And then I see the name Primrose, and I just cried i i remember you saying it and getting that realization i was like i thought that's why you chose it like i thought you has, went through did it the academy went to you as a kid no there i just liked the primroses okay. there, was a, there, there is an academy by my school called the yeah. primrose academy okay. and i was like primrose like that's a cool flower that is yeah. such a coincidence. so i felt awesome like moment. you know whenever you look up Prim primrose gamji on mm -hmm. the internet there's nothing about her yeah. so i felt like it was 
you know, her little her little character being like, oh, this is a crazy lady with a Delulu brain. You take her, you take her and you bring her alive. So all of that to say, sorry, that was deep, like completely off the rail. I met him as Prin and that was like surreal. And I teared up and as we're leaving, I was like, wait, like I was like Ralphie and whenever he's going down the slide in a Christmas store and he's like, wait, I want to. That was like me. I was like, wait, because you know they shuffle you through. And I was like, wait, I'm dressed up like Primrose Gamgee. I'm dressed up like Primrose Gamgee. And he was like, oh. And then he hugged me again, and then we left, and then I cried. So that was, that was like because I think it was just full circle. I yeah. got to I got to meet the actor that I fell in love with as a child. Where I was like, this he like. He just was the character that I loved, that I yeah. related to. You don't love Sam. She was such a high. She didn't even realize that when she told him about her being Primrose, that he literally was like, "Oh, like, like he, he knows, like he recognized oh, me." Knows like, cool. He's like, "That's so." That's why and he gave you a hug. But she's just like, <laughs> "I was like, wait!" <laughs> like they were like trying, you know, the elves are trying to push me down the slide, and I was like. <laughs> Whatever, get out of here. Your time with Santa's over. You shoot your eye out. <laughs> so, so that was probably the highlight for me because it was a full. But now I just need to go to New Zealand and meet Rosie Cotton. That's all you got to do. There we go. There now, go. What, what, what was yours? Up, right? Yeah, yeah. What'd you do? Anything monumental like that? Um, I would probably have to say my biggest like con memory was hosting a live panel of our very own podcast at. Corpus Christi Comic Con. In fact, thank you, Corpus, for inviting us because yeah. that was probably my favorite con of the year, mainly because I got to go with my girls and have a great time. It was wonderful being invited, and it was certainly wonderful to be a host of a panel. First of all, that was a surreal experience. Like, that was... We were like, us? Y'all killed I know. I was, like, so, like... You want us to talk? People showed up. Yeah, people showed up. That was the most wholesome bit because we took the time out. I mean, we didn't tell a lot of people. Yeah. We could have probably told more people. And in fact, that was what I would do different next time around. But everybody we asked showed up and it was just such a cool feeling. They're like, yeah, we'll come. And you're like, yeah, sure, you will. We hadn't even. Some people that we hadn't even asked just showed up. Yeah. And it was really cool and it was really personal because even though the crowd wasn't packed, the people that were in the crowd like were like engaging with yes. us. That's where we got to I got to meet um ATX Thor and his lovely lady. Yeah. And we got to interview them on the stage. That's kind of how we got them as guests later on. We, and and you know, they're going along with the awkwardness, just like, you know, they've never done a live yeah. interview. Live <laughs> interview. And I'm like, you know what though, we're gonna go with it. And they were great. And you know, they were great sports about it. And awesome. it was so I don't appreciate Daniel letting us stay on that stage. But we I mean I think we rocked that crap. Yeah. It was definitely so fun cool. and it was an awesome experience. It was just like a positive weekend all around. What, what about you, Trey? What was your highlight from the cons this year? Last year. Yeah, last year. Um, I didn't go to as many cons as I did to last year, but uh -huh. even then this was still even if I did go to as many as I, I normally did, um, this one was very special because this is a hometown con we all love. We talk about it on the show all the time. But our roles, our roles were a little bit different this year. And um we talked this before just not only the pressure, but the fun we had doing the cosplay contest together. Yes. And it was just great sharing the stage with y'all and then getting to see our local cosplay talent from all across the city, the state, all these people coming in and showing off their best. And it was tough. And yeah. like, it was so tough. And 
like like you said before, you were just like, I'm glad I, I didn't have to judge. Like, I'm the host, yeah. bro. And you were a great MC as always. Yeah, you were, you were so good. You know how to work that crowd, you're making jokes, keeping it light, keeping everyone moving. And I loved it. Like, I absolutely loved it. Was that um, your first time ever judging? That was my first time judging ever. Yeah. And um, yeah, I would, I would love to do something like that again. Um, it was not only that, but like we were worked. I, I truly was a lot of words, like because one was just like I can't believe Bobo trusts us to do something like that, and then not only to be the judges but to be guests that year, and yes. it was just such a surreal experience. And Bobo trusts. And Bobo trusts. <laughs> My highlight would have to be uh, definitely always Superhero Comic Con. We got to meet some amazing people. And I'll save that for another segment. But New York City Comic Con, it was my first time yeah. at the Big Apple. It was my first time seeing something of this scale. And it blows your mind. It's it's what I assume San Diego's like. And I've heard great things about WonderCon and uh, the one in Atlanta. Dragon Con. Dragon Con. I've heard nothing but good. I would imagine it's like that. You walk in and there's just top tier cosplays from the moment you walk in. And then you go into the con and there's all the major studios. Marvel Studios is right there with theirs. Nickelodeon's over there. That's so you have cool. just these huge brands um, with massive 40-foot booths and giant displays that are 40 feet tall. It's a lot to take in. And then you have just all the artists that were there and the whole New York vibe. It's definitely a vibe and I've heard it described often, but you have to experience it to really get the feel so new york comic-con was definitely one of the highlights for me it was my first time going i will definitely be back i got to go with my wife brother and my amazing friend Lindsay, original cast member from the show and we just got to nerd out together and explore the city and bike around central park like all the cliche new york stuff you did along it. with the cons it was oh. it was so good i was i went all three days all four days, and it was just every time it was some one thing after another. Got to meet cool people like Straw Hat Goofy was amazing. Uh, shout out to Straw Hat, Eris Quinones from Dallas. He's a uh, variant comics on YouTube. Uh, also super down to earth. We were stuck in the same line for our press passes, and just a really really chill guy. There was so many cool people. It was it was surreal seeing like oh that's a top influencer there. Oh wait. Wow, they're from YouTube. I know them. And then you look like over you there. are all over my four you Yes, exactly. It's like your FYP came to life and just started walking around the con floor. It was crazy. That's so cool. It was it was awesome and I love that experience. Uh, but yeah, that was my favorite con experience. So my favorite gaming slash tech break tech breakthrough, because I didn't get a lot of time to play video games. I did play Spider-Man, but not enough to give a real review of it. Uh loved what I did play, but I think my favorite tech breakthrough has got to be AI as a whole, but uh, specifically, no, I can't even say specifically, just the whole large language models. Like the script for this show was outlined by ChatGPT. And so much of the content you've seen from us this year was edited with the assistance of uh, repurpose.io um, and all other AIs that basically take our long form content, chop it up into smaller form content and and allow us to redistribute short form and edits were made so much easier. Audio became a lot clearer because of AI. Like there was just 
the word captioning it actually yes auto captioning yeah. it was such a huge leap forward for us creatively because we were able to cut a lot of time out and focus more on creating well and uh, we all work we all have jobs. We all work full time. Yes. And so we don't always have the We ability. do not get paid for this. No. Hopefully soon. I mean, if you Hopefully want some sponsors. Hey, we're going to speak that into the universe. Yes. 2024, we're getting sponsors, baby. Sponsors. We're going to get sponsors in 2024, but these tools are going to allow us Big to Big swig. Big swig. <laughs> oh, my God. It'll, it'll happen. If you speak, it'll happen. No, no, we got to do H-E-B. Yeah, H-E-B. Hook it up. So, That's yeah. Fine. AI is definitely my favorite tech breakthrough, just in general, large language models, image generation. I mean, we've done so many thumbnails from YouTube, yeah. Instagram posts have been it. Our, if you haven't noticed, all our show descriptions, probably the one for this episode, was generated by AI. So Look, we don't talk good. Yeah. We I, don't talk good. We I don't said earlier, good. There's lots of mess ups and errors you just don't want to see. Exactly. AI helps us cut it all out. So well, that was my favorite. Well, it helps us give us an outline and then we can add our Yes. We put our later. spice on it. Like, put us borrow your homework real quick. Yes, 100%. Yeah, that was my favorite tech breakthrough for 2023. What was yours, Trey? So you guys know me. I love doing Photoshop edits. Yeah. And I know you're, you're not going to believe me saying this, but AI with Photoshop has been my favorite tech trend or yep. breakthrough this year. You don't say, Trey. You say, I thought I never would, because you know, I, I'm very, like I just said, just I'm very pro human creation, you know, the human element of it. But yeah. like we've talked about before on and off the show, if it helps the the creator, if it's just another tool, then like run with it. And it yeah. definitely has done that. It has helped change my game immensely. And you were saying Superhero Comic Con was the first time? Yeah, that's the first time I got to use it. Um, I, like, Gigi was awesome enough to hand me her laptop, so I was able to upgrade that and everything. And the minute I started playing, I was like, wait, I can just remove that badge real quick. I can do a prop for a background that doesn't exist on yeah. Google search and just put that character in any world you want. And it's absolutely incredible. I cannot sing its praises enough. It's changed my life with video editing. Video, sorry, not video editing, photo editing. Yeah. And that's probably got to be nice, too, because then you're probably not getting hit with copyright stuff. Like, exactly. Yep. I'm trying to find background images when it doesn't like, like Whenever I would do that, I would, like, I would change up a little bit. That would say, okay, I, like, I don't sell any of my images anyway, so mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not really too worried about copyright. But th it's just that nice peace of mind knowing, like, hey. No Nobody's be. coming after my neck for this. That's yeah. nice. And Adobe nice. is one of the better ones that lets artists opt out if they don't want their yes. stuff to be used for the AI generation. Yeah. It's supposedly all artists that have opt-in to have their art and their work be used in the generative oh, process. Yeah, so. that's awesome. And I'm just always like I did a photo shoot recently with a good friend of mine that's in the room and just being able to change the backgrounds and put these characters in the world and I, I, will, I will never stop using it. That's awesome. That's, that's great, awesome. man. AI has done it and it's doing it for video now too. You're able to do just the same for video. So that was a great one, Trey. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. But Brittany, what was your tech breakthrough or gaming? If you got to do some of that, if you had a little fun. I did get to do some gaming and I think that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with, <laughs> with Hogwarts Legacy. And I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Um, being able, so my character literally looks like me. Red hair and all, mm -hmm. like every to a T and it's, it's a lot of fun. It definitely brings you back to like the core story bits of yeah. Harry Potter, but you kind of get to develop your own and you kind of get to pick your own path. Like, I don't know if you ever played Fable. Yes. Um, oh, where your decisions kind of choose your path. 
that's kind of yes. how that happens in this circumstance. Like the path you choose, the house you choose, like all of that. Well, you can even go into dark arts. Like dark yeah, so like you can learn how to do it. So for me, Kajama. like. <laughs> I made the choice to go into House Slytherin, A, because I know that they have, like, more of those types yeah. of spells. I, even when I made my wand, like, I added things to make more spells come my way. So it was, like, it was wonderful. It's beautiful. It's a huge map. Like, Skyrim is huge. Like, it's humongous. Like, it, I've, I've discovered 1% of the, like, the building, and I've yeah. been playing a lot. Like, it's so much that I haven't even hardly discovered it all. But I loved it, and I highly recommend it. That's awesome. Yeah. Hogwarts, 2023, last uh, tech breakthrough slash gaming. Gigi, what do you so, got for us? I already talked about it whenever it first came out, but Jedi Survivor, oh. the, star, the Star Wars game, was so good. I beat it in two days. Like, I literally Dang. stayed up. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally me. You were like, don't talk to me. Jedi's out. I remember I, we got the warning. Well, because... I remember because Krista and I played through it together because we are both Star Wars fans, like just like Star Wars fans, <laughs> and, so, and we both loved the the Fallen Order game. So mm -hmm. this is a sequel to it, and we were like, let's just play through together. So we would like have our headphones in and we'd be talking to each other, playing through the game mm -hmm. together. It's not co op; it's yeah. single player. But we were playing through the game together, and the first night, so when it was released at midnight, we started at midnight and, and then played until 5 a.m i literally <laughs> the three of us are like best friends i didn't even <laughs> we, <laughs> we're gone <laughs> we played until 5 a.m and then both were like okay we should probably take a nap so we took a three-hour nap and then started up again yeah. 8 a.m beat it that evening that we beat it so nice. we started just again need, just need a little bit more time at 8 a.m and cow. i think we beat it by Seven people. people come in the room like I need this. Go away. Uh, yeah. Get out. Get out. It was it was uh, wild. So that game. That's crazy. It, it was it was really good. It's it's Looking very good. much like Hogwarts, where it, the Hogwarts Legacy game, where it is a very well executed game that feels immersive while still being its own storyline. They don't rely on open world. Exactly. Like they know they've already established the story. Mm -hmm. And you don't, you have a couple of cameos here and there where they mention a character and you're like, I know that character, but it's its own story. And I think that's what I love so much about the uh, uh, Survivor, Jedi Survivor and Fallen Order. But it was just, it was so fun. So that that game was a really, was really my, probably my number one. That's a damn good one. I remember y'all did the the game review of it and y'all- And we were like- a praise. Like, oh, I'm like- <laughs> Yes. I couldn't wait to talk about it, but also look like raccoons. Just because like, oh, we were like, I'm just so fair. We were like sitting like this. Cow, cow, is that you, cow? Yeah. So that was the our favorite tech slash gaming news in 2023. Though there was no shortage of social media trends and <laughs> things to see online. So what was your favorite meme slash social media trend that was online this year, Gigi? It's, or last year? I keep saying this year. I'm not ready for 2024 yet. Um, I think I would have to go with, it's a current trend, but it's the Melissa McCarthy, uh, I want something that I want. You know, okay, well. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> I love that trend. I love it. It, it just, it brings me joy every single time. 
in for reference melissa mccarthy never ever has done this trend she has never done this she has never she does not sing this song this one creator got on there and she was like just did just did this thing where the song comes on and she just did this like dance to it and everybody was like this is so melissa mccarthy coded like it just seems like something yes, melissa mccarthy would do and then it. it just became the melissa mccarthy trend and i love melissa mccarthy same and i'll watch so, anything she's in and then i love all of the videos because they bring me so much joy every yep. time it's like seven second long video and every time i'm like and it's funnier <laughs> the person who you would never expect to do that yes. thing goes and does it and you're like what yes, yes i'm here for it because it's more outrageous the more outrageous Yes. It is the better. So that's my favorite. For me. Trend. That's it a good me a trend. Lot of joy. What about you, Britt? Do you have a favorite trend or social media or meme? Mine's a meme. Oh, what do you got? I, I, I'm not on the TikToks, so I don't, I don't know the trends, but I do have um, a meme. Yes, yes, I do. And what do you got? It happened on a plane. That motherfucker oh, <laughs> right there is not You're real. Not real. It's not i love it i love it when people took the two cats like oh, like yeah. arguing yeah. The one cat like this like that cat is not real that thing so took a life of its own it does have a life of its own and everybody knows the life and the yes. conspiracies that all the stories it. lizard people and all yeah. oh, it got so super weird it's so funny yeah Probably my, the funniest meme I think. That's a great one. What about you, Trey? You got a meme, social media, anything? I feel like I'm gonna kill the mood. Mine, mine's kind of like a sappy one. Okay. Because okay. it was, it, it, it hit me out of nowhere, and uh -huh. I love seeing these these videos because they just they warm my heart, and I love seeing the general reactions. It's the um, time lapse one where you can see yourself growing older and older and older, oh, and they'll do it right next to their mom or their yeah. dad. And they literally start turning into their parent. And yes. it's just so, I, just, I love their faces. Like, half the time the moms and dads are tearing up crying. Like, oh, look, my baby. You look like Half the time they're just laughing. They're just like, oh my gosh, you're going to look just like me. And it's just, I, I love them. That's and I did one and I was like, oh man, I look kind of like my dad. I look, look like my mom. Uh, and I, just, I love it. I did it and it turned me into my grandmother and I just, it made me cry. The parts were like, I look like my grandpa a little bit. Yeah, they, I love those oh, where they were like, oh my God, I look like my It's an aging filter. It's an aging filter on TikTok. Them TikToks. We'll have to do it. Them TikToks. Them TikToks. The clock. It's caught me off guard and like I said, when I see those videos, I stop and watch them because like yeah. I've seen just, them. They are cool. And, yes. But it's I awesome. scroll past some them because they make yeah, some of them can be characters. Some of them are hilarious. So yeah. it's kind of hit me. You can tell real quick. It's like okay, this is gonna be a tear jerk. I love it when they're already like in their mid thirties and they're like, it's not doing anything to me. Yeah, right. Oh God, do I look this bad already? <laughs> I love whenever before like whenever you can because you can either make it so it's yeah. like a gradual or yeah. it just like is old. Yes. I love the people that look so crusty. Yes. Oh so my god. crusty. Yeah. And the guy the guy in the car. <laughs> and he's like, oh yes, he looks like a crackhead and it's like all these young. That's a whole nother one. Just like, I can't wait to be in the He's like, really? Really? Yeah. Shut up. And he's just like crusty. Like look like a crackhead. I hate the ones that are I'm not I don't hate. I'm jealous of the ones that look fucking gorgeous old still yeah it's like what the Age fuck like the street i say and i'm like where are those sunspots coming up it's yeah it was uh so That's envious awesome, though. what about you uh, my favorite social media trend is also not in the mood of fun <laughs> and 
but it's um just the amount of the amount of truth that was on social media this year just the ability for individuals to get facts and get to the bottom of things on social media because you were having like firsthand uploads, especially on TikTok, on the app, because instead of guessing or listening to the news or going through the news, you can get the news from individuals who live in that town or the tornado hit that area and you can get the real story from the people in the situations, like the situation in Hawaii, you can get the story from the people who are dealing with it and get the best ways to send aid to them. They're like, hey, these guys are out here giving food. If you donate, donate to them because it's actually getting here. Um, and that was my favorite thing about social media. Everybody likes to vilify social media and we love it for the fun memes and the apps it gets, but its ability to connect humans and the amount of truth telling that took place in 2023, I was a huge fan of. So more of that, please. More people reporting firsthand yeah. from the scene. This is how you help us. This is how you can connect if you want to help in this affected area. I loved it. More of that in well, 2023. Kind of in that same vein, that like kind of the veil coming off and truth being shown. Yes. You see it a lot now where um, I saw this video the other day that was talking about how influencers are kind of becoming obsolete. These people that have for so long, you know, been like, oh, like this makeup trend, oh, this. And and, yes. and then, you know, as consumers, we're sitting here trying to keep up with this person. And then we all kind of hit that moment where we're like, you are actually getting boxes of make. I'm going to use makeup yeah. influencers just as because that's the easiest one. It's like you're getting boxes of makeup weekly sent to you for free. Or at a extreme discount price. Usually for free. Usually for free. Whereas, I'm not getting that, and so it's kind of the it's veil's hard kind to of keep up, up yeah. because, yeah. especially for adults, adults are kind of being like because yes. influencers mm -hmm. are handed the product, so yeah. of course yeah. it's yeah. they're the same, yeah. right? But it's promoted. kind of they're now having to figure out because that sales style isn't working mm -hmm. any longer because, because we, collectively yeah. people are like we're fucking broke. We don't got enough, man. Yeah. Broke hacks were huge. That was another favorite one. Dukes, Again, truth telling. Dukes yes. coming out. Calling out companies who yeah. were like not giving BS products. Yeah. Like just the amount of truth was awesome. Yeah. And I want more of that in 2024 because people saying, hey, I'm broke and I can't afford anything. Like I'm going to stop lying. I'm not living good. I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. And then people communicating around how to improve this. Because we're all doing Like black people live double lives. There's the real life that they live yes. in the real world and then the online life. Yes. So yeah. I love that. Why do you think I haven't posted in a long time? <laughs> Shit is hard out here, fam. <laughs> Shit is real. Shit is real. So I look like this. <laughs> Who wants to see this? Stop. <laughs> you don't count. <laughs> all the time. Get in the water. That was my favorite social. I ain't lying. That I was swear. a good one. I am responsible for a thousand of your views. <laughs> one thousand. I was, I was, he supports you. One hundred percent. I gave you all the watch time on that sucker to completion. Well, I appreciate every it. time. Last thing we want to touch on is this year we had a lot of amazing friends. We got to meet a lot of amazing people, have amazing guests on the podcast, and we hope in twenty twenty four that trend continues. Um, but I don't even know how strict the green ears. Yeah, put that cat right there. I like the green ears. It's cute. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, in 2023, we hope in 2024, we hope to continue the trend of amazing guests that we had in 2023. 
And I guess I'll go first since I went last. Last time I'll go first to end the show. ATX Thor and you and Cosplay were just one of the memorable ones that stand out to me. Having them on as a guest, they were such a treat because I got to interview them in person at a con, as well as having them on the show. And God, these two are so in love and so awesome to watch. They ooze positivity and inclusivity. And creativity. Uh, yes, yeah. they just keep pumping out high quality cosplays and awesome content. And I am addicted to them. They are so cool. Um, shit, I'm drawing a blank on their handle on TikTok. They have a joint TikTok account. Oh, was it like something trap cosplay? Nerd trap cosplay trap. on okay, TikTok. So yes, nerd trap cosplay on TikTok is where you can find them. And I'm addicted to watching it. I'm addicted to watching them. Uh, but yeah, they're definitely one of the highlights when I think about all the amazing guests we had. It's so hard to choose, but they stand out to me as just an awesome couple I got to meet multiple times. And every time it's like, a, hey, yeah. you feel like you've known them forever. And they're local. Yes. Yeah. And I did not know that. So I can now stock Michael a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> you're stuck with us. Yes, you're stuck with us. Trey. What are one of the guest highlights that stand out to you? I know, just like movies, it's super hard to choose it one. Is, um, I loved all of them. I did. Um, this one, I, I guess, because like just the journey we went through with this one particular guest, mm -hmm. we had him on the show, Life mm -hmm. Like Jay, and he Daddy. was he was a treat. Like it, he was just so amazing to talk to. Like we had so much in common with him. We're geeking out for like we probably could talk to them for hours on the show. Yes, and we then, talked for like three hours yeah. after. Yeah, and he's then, also responsible for one of our viral. Clips I was to say, we, had, we had a great moment on that show with him where he talked about his kind of cosplay origin story, where he got to meet the Stan the Man Lee dressed as the Amazing Spider-Man Andrew Garfield, and then what was it? How many months later, we brought him as a guest to Superhero Comic Con card to show. Meet the Amazing to Spider-Man Andrew Garfield, and I, I just loved seeing that moment with him. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was genuine. It was genuine. Like he was so proud of that picture, and I was like, I just loved that moment for him. Yeah. And then of course, just getting to interact with him in person, get to hang out with him more, and then watch him interact with the fans at the show. Like to so many kids, he was Spider Man. Yes. He would do that backflip. He'd get on those and like, hey, can you shoot your web? It's like, I can't, man. Like it's just gonna make a bunch of mess here in the in the con floor. Yes. And they believed it. Yeah, and then they, oh, like, even better, right. even better. He called them Spider Man, and yes. they it just yes. changes the way the, the whole body key, which I like, just changed. It oh, was, he was mad. So he was an absolute treat this year, and I hope yes. I can see him again this year again. Yes. What about you, Britt? What's a guest that stands out in the multitude of awesome guests we had? I think this guest stands out to me because of my interaction with this guest. Mm -hmm. um, definitely a Luma Kitty all the way. Oh. Not only is she incredibly talented and creative, yeah. but she is unique in the way that she builds and develops her cosplays. 100%. I think I was just so fascinated with her ability to use reusable materials and oh, for that Aloy? For her Aloy and all of like the or organic the all the organic materials and just her presentation of her costume and bringing it in this book of so detailed. I've never seen anything like and I've judged mm -hmm. cosplay contests and that was the very first time I'd ever been presented with a book. And it was to me it showed I've done this. Yes. Now, now take take your moment. And I took my moment for her. I took a long moment for her because she deserved it because she showed that she works and she works hard. And I think that just, for me, she stands out because she reminds me to continue to work hard. And now I want to do more costumes with like, you know, using reusable materials and, and organics. Yeah. Well, I think what I liked so much about that Aloy cosplay is 
that she respected the integrity of the character. Yes. Because that character, I just had a little twitch. Kind of <laughs> <side>. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's very rooted in Exactly. Like they have to create their own, like mm-hmm. they don't have a Walmart or a manufacturer where they could just put stuff together. Everything they create, it's the skins of animals. It's the weeds that they find. You know, they literally when she did, she was pulling stuff out of her yard. And and that's wild to me. So amazing. And that was, yes. So that really was a huge inspiration because she's, you know, we're really kind of setting the stage for um, being more, what substantial? Great. So, sustainable. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. So she really did. A D H T. We put our brain together. Yeah. Sustainable. Repeat. So what I really thought was really cool, she kind of set the stage for sustainable cosplay. Yes. Because I feel like we've, especially recently, it's become almost like fast fashion. It yes. has Single become fast. Plastics. You, whatever you know, it's whatever. It once and done. And yes. and you know creating and she even mentioned when we had her on the show that she tries to reuse things so she breaks things apart and then uses them for something Mm -hmm. else and that's that's so cool that's so cool so yeah yes i like i tip my hat to her i I tip my hat to her i like her ingenuity and i appreciate her professionalism and her creativity yes and her savage rogue yes <laughs> I love yeah. all of her costumes. Very nice. You are not really her on TikTok. Her TikTok transitions, Instagram. Illuminati kitten. Ah, they're the, so what's the, what's the character, the skull one that she keeps doing from. Oh, what's it from? Oh, oh is it a Diablo? Badlands one? I, I don't know. She's always doing it. She's like the cosplay. No one asked for it. She shows how bad I don't know the game. It's so funny. Every time I see that video, I always like it's a cosplay. No one asked for that I keep doing. Yes, I love it. Keep asking for it. Keep doing it. <laughs> oh, what's the character's name? Uh, Spider Man uh, twenty ninety nine. Oh, oh handmade. Yeah. That she With hands, the yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. Talent, Great. oozing talent. Oozing Amazing. Talent. What about yours, Gigi? What's uh, another guest that stands out? We had so many. Um, yeah, we had so. Many. I know. My oh my gosh, I probably Don. Don. Oh, Don. I think I'm in love because with her. she, you know, she's such a big name Mm -hmm. in the cosplay community and she is while having this you know fandom following yeah yeah, she was so down to earth extremely and the one of the first that yes one of the first things she said to me whenever we met her in the lobby of the hotel when we were giving them their badges she was like oh hey like i'm dawn i was like i'm Gigi," and she was like why did y'all ask me to come (laughs) Yeah, she could like, not wrap her head around. What? I was like, why'd you she, accept? Yeah, she was like, why? Like, <laughs> I didn't think you'd why would say you yes, want it? Like, she was like, I don't. And we were like, uh, I was like, because you're, you're you. Like, yeah, what? I was so nervous. And, and then after. she's so, like, she's so beautiful. And I'm just like, are you really talking <laughs> to me right now? And, and so she's just. She's yeah. one of those people yeah. that when you meet them, just she just more. loses positivity yeah. and yeah. warm vibes. And you just so feel. Bad. You yeah. feel so welcomed around her, so she is definitely. Well, she definitely took me under her. I don't want to say wing, but under her tail. Whenever oh. we played <laughs> the Titans together, because I was like a little baby dinosaur, and I was like, I don't know what to tell you. And she was like, I got you. And so we're running around as little dinosaurs, and then I got killed like eighteen times. Oh. And she was like, No, no, Gigi, no. And then it killed. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will never forget, like, I think it was the second day of the show. Yeah. Where she was guesting with us. Like, she, she, like, she heard from someone who's like, oh my gosh. And then she took off running her screen. They're selling Pokemon plushies! <laughs> That's done. See? That, that one right there. Was done. Fun. Lots and then, yes. and then she, she comes back with a huge word. Then I decided to charge them. They had a. Uh, what, Vaporeon yeah, over there, and then over there, they had this really cool, like, yeah. Charizard, and she was like, you should she go was to- everywhere, yeah, all over she the Yeah, knew, she could tell you the name of the booth. Yep. She could tell you the name of the shop Incredible owner. memory. I mean, like, she, it, it's, she has every right to be snobby. Yeah, and she, are you be, real? She, oh, yeah. she's so That humble. purse right there is, is not, not real. Not real. She's so not humble. Real. She was like, I brought some prints because just in case you, you told me, because I suggested you could bring yeah. some prints to sell them. She's like, nobody's going to want to buy a print of me. She sold out. She sold out. She or sold almost out. sold out. I think she yeah. was only. She was, people. yeah, practically sold out. And people were asking for her autograph, and it just blew her away that people wanted her to sign it and or that they wanted to buy it. Yes. They're like, no, you're, like, you're kind of a big deal. Yes. It was awesome to see them. It was awesome to see Tommy and David get the same treatment. People were coming there for them. They were there to this see This was all their first their game. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that was super cool to be able to I be was, a part of I'm so glad we cool witness that. Yes. They, they all deserve it. They were all amazing with fans. They all went around the table and got selfies. Because mm -hmm. I promise you, if you enter this cosplay community just because you want to wear costumes and yes. you've never been a guest and you get the opportunity to be a guest, I promise you it's a life-changing experience because yes. the experience you get as just people, like you already get a great con experience as it is mm -hmm. but when you're interacting with people you get such more of a personalized mm -hmm. yes you know invitation as well as like kids kids are like my yes. jam right there and she was great with them we had amazing guests in 2023 we look forward to having an amazing guest in 2024 and i did want to say thank you to babo and the superhero comic con team for allowing us to get these guests they are the ones who covered the travel and the hotel for these guests so thank you so much to Superhero Comic Con, Babo, Peggy, you guys are amazing for letting us bring these um, awesome cosplayers out. 2024 is no different. We hope to have amazing cosplayers here again. We can't wait to host the cosplay contest in 2024. Um, yeah, Con Culture Podcast will be at the Superhero Comic Con again. And we you can't get rid of us. Can't get rid of us. Hugely excited for SpaceCon also, 2024 yes. SpaceCon in October. Oh, yeah. Bobo is just expanding the reach and nonstop guest announcements, it seems like. And not only to Bob, but thank you to all the other cons who were gracious yeah. enough yep. to allow us. Daniel Benavidez, Corpus Christi Comic Con. New York, New York. Dallas, Dallas, always have fun in Dallas. Dallas was great. Like, there's so many. The 8-Bit Con, like, we Thank did Thank you for allowing so us to attend your con and yes. cover your con. And we it was an honor. more and better next, this upcoming year. Yes, we will give you better coverage. We will give all of you better con experiences. We can't wait to share all of our experiences that with you guys. It's a con culture podcast. <laughs> That's the new slogan. No, it's so, not. <laughs> so in 2024, we will have more movie reviews for you guys. More TV show reviews, more gaming reviews, more memes, more silliness, uh, more fun, guys. It's That's what 2024 is about. We'll end with what we're excited for most in 2024. Trey, what are you most excited about? To keep doing the show with you guys. I took a break kind mm. of at the end of last year um, for... Many reasons. Yeah. And it's it's great to be back with you guys. It's good to have you back. It's great to have you back.
That's awesome, man. What about that. you, Brittany? What What are you excited well, for in 2024? <laughs> um, I'm looking forward in 2024 is uh, new con experiences, but mainly um, is pushing out new cosplays. I yes, let's very go. Time off, and I have a new cosplay plan for every three months. So hell yeah. <laughs> So the next one will be next month. So I, it. I, it's been a long time. So I'm back. <laughs> I'm excited for watch that. out, Kyber Crystal. Watch. <laughs> oh, the Kyber Crystal. The Kyber Crystal we cosplay. Kyber Crystal. Super high maintenance. Yeah, we kind of a dick, but we'll get the same That would probably have to pay him ten thousand dollars. Yeah, at least just for mentioning it. We won't ever do I'm that again. So long. <laughs> we'll explain it after the show. <laughs> Uh, Gigi, what, what are you excited for for 2024? Um, so I feel like 2023 was a huge learning year for us. Mm -hmm. We kind of were playing around with different Formats things. Formats and softwares. Yes, and... and we were figuring out what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited to take what we learned from 2023 and to continue learning in 2024 yes. and keep expanding right. and keep doing Final what we were doing. Yes, amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for that too. All of this, we got new toys, new tech, but most of all, like Gigi said, we tried a lot of shit. Some of it worked, some of it didn't. Now we get to move forward with everything we did learn. And I'm most excited for new adventures, new cons, new locations, places I've never been before. Uh, we're going to try to go con culture international for the first time. I'm going to try to go to Canada. Uh, no word if they'll accept me, but either way, I'll be a paying customer if I have to, because I want to travel the world and keep capturing this amazing con experience. Uh, so I can't wait to go to more cons with friends and meet new people like the amazing Don and Jay and, and ATX Store and, and Midwest Avenger. Just so many awesome people we met in 2023. I can't wait to do that in 2024. Because before I met them, I didn't know how amazing they were. And who knows how many other cosplayers yeah. are out there. Well, there's artists. so many more. Yeah, and not just artists like uh, and cosplayers. I mean, we Daniel Grove Photography, he was a guest on the show. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to get artists, photographers, just all... Content creators. Yes, just content creators, just artists in general uh, on here of, of all walks. I'm excited for in 2024. So thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, we salute you if you made it to the end. We will see you in 2024. We are ready to go. Out. Peace.